What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. So excited that you're here. I cannot believe that I'm saying this out loud, but we are having our last official live this Wednesday, December 20th at 7 p.m. inside Courage Co. It's called Steward Your Best Life. This is a masterclass, and you're going to learn what it means to be a wise steward. You're going to discover the freedom in knowing that God is in control in every aspect of your life. You're going to understand what God is measuring specifically in your life and how to take inventory of your life and really how it's going. You're going to look deeper into the fullness of what God wants you to accomplish personally and also joyfully embrace who you are and what you're here to do. So if you have felt recently this fear and lack of clarity around where to focus your energy and resources, maybe you've had external pressure to conform, which just hinders your ability to live authentically Or perhaps you've been caught up in negative relationships and patterns making it challenging to thrive. Maybe you've lost track of your priorities and your own well-being has been at stake because of that. Or maybe you're just challenged by unexpected setbacks and don't know how to overcome them in a productive way. We're going there in the Steward Your Best Life Masterclass. So this isn't, I'm doing me. We're coming at this thing from a kingdom perspective and really firming you up so that you can run with endurance into this new year. So join us because this is our last official live. (laughs) And for some of you that don't know what that means, Inside Courage Co., it's a app off social media just to make sure that There is a safe and sacred space to help you live your most courageous and impactful story. It's a community dedicated to your personal growth and your spiritual development. So we've got weekly small group meetings, life groups, if you will. We've got prophetic prayer calls that happen every other Wednesday. We have monthly challenges and masterclass similar to Steward Your Best Life. We've got a VIP mastermind and we have a life coach certification program that you can get plugged into and so much more. But that's just some of the things happening. And if you're not in there, you really have no idea. But Courage Co. is a free community. You can access it at www.courageco.org. And once you log in, you'll just create a unique profile so we can see your face know who you are a little bit, and then start connecting with you. But you'll also see in the dashboard, there's an events tab, and you can join this upcoming masterclass for free. For free. But we are not continuing these live masterclasses and challenges next year. So (laughs) this is your last time to join us live. We're moving into some other fun things, some more news to come on that, but we are not going to be doing those. So what we have done for a limited time, heard it here first, for a limited time, we have bundled the entire year of three-day challenges and masterclasses that we did every single month. So there's over 24 different trainings that are powerful. These are not just informational. These are practical. They are timely. They are full of wisdom and practical strategies that you can implement today and start getting results. And when you purchase the bundle, you actually get access to all of them on demand. You get access to the notes. You can also ask questions because it still is in a live feed. It's not just like a course that you move in at your own pace and you don't get any interaction. You can literally ask questions and we will answer and help you out. And then there's also over 45 different guest interviews, which just help you activate your faith and give you courage to show up in your life. So you get all of that 
in the Courage Co. training bundle, also known as the Holiday Bundle, because we bundled it all together at a really silly price to make it accessible for you and to allow you to still be a part of all of the miracles <laughs> and breakthroughs and transformation that happened just this entire year alone. So super powerful. You can find that over at Courage Co. as well, www.courageco.org. When you get the bundle, you can join us live or you can just simply join us live for free. But this is the last chance that you'll be able to do that. So come hang with us, come celebrate with us. The other thing that you're going to want to know This Friday, we are shutting down applications for the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program. We officially start January 8th. So if you want to be a part of this next cohort, you must apply to be considered for enrollment. All right. So we are shutting the applications down Friday and then we're getting in touch and letting people know if they've been accepted into the program. So you've got a few days, depending on when you're listening to this, to apply. There is a link in the show notes if you want to access it there, or you can also go over to Courage Co., www.courageco.org. You will see the section that is free to access, but once you get in there, make sure that you don't just access that unique space, but that you actually complete the application. Okay? So something that we did this past week, which was really fun, people were very moved by this training. It was challenging. It was deeply personal. It was practical. It was relevant. God was definitely touching people everywhere. (laughs) Their minds, their hearts, their spirits, right? It deeply resonated with so many people. It was called Spirit Driven Entrepreneur. And what some don't know is that that is an entire section in the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program. We spend two months on this, actually just on spirit-driven entrepreneurship. So this was a bit of a teaser, if you will. It was literally only a sampling of what happens in the certification program because we get out here into the world of entrepreneurship and it's like we're blind. (laughs) We haven't seen necessarily somebody walk this out before us and have an example of what's possible in that way. Or there's a lot of worldly and secular strategies to follow, but those don't align with kingdom principles and kingdom strategies. So that can get really confusing. And then you're kind of in this space of confusion and being double-minded and unstable. And then you're never effective and you never get your business off the ground or you really cannot be established in the marketplace. And that ain't it. So spirit-driven entrepreneurship is very much what it sounds like. But we broke this down over three days because as you can imagine, it's not just a term. This is something that is a movement, if you will. This is actually how we're designed to operate in the marketplace and even in your life. And once you start learning this and embracing this, you have an entirely different experience as an entrepreneur, okay? So what I thought we might do is cover a little bit of the wonder that happened in there for you guys here. And then if you want the replays, which I encourage you to go get, they are available in that Courage Co. training bundle or the holiday bundle for a limited price. So it's gonna go up next year. So this is the little window that you can get it at a discounted price for the holidays because we love you. So move on that. I mean, it's worth it just for one challenge or one masterclass alone, but you get 24 of them. Like, this is a no-brainer. So I hope you're hearing me (laughs) because the price is going up on that. But you can access the full 
uh, challenge inside that bundle. Okay, so let's dive into some of this. If you've never heard it before, this is something that we've trademarked. This is something that God has downloaded as very important. And I personally know the difference between trying to be an entrepreneur with no example and without God and then doing it with God. Very, very different. Okay, completely different, night and day different. So I am sharing a lot from what's been revealed to me and also tough lessons, right? Like life is a really hard teacher. (laughs) And when you can get wisdom and understanding and knowledge from somebody that's been there, that can shave years off of your learning curve. And it's so, so valuable. Okay. So one thing, spirit-driven entrepreneurship is countercultural. Here's the deal. God is in charge. His way rules. It's not me and my way, living my best life, boss, whatever. No, 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 no. You're submitted. So God is in charge. His way rules, right? So that means that you actually need to know the word of God and apply it in your life. And our primary citizenship resides in his kingdom, not in the country we live in. Okay, so we are heaven's ambassadors on earth. So our citizenship is not the country that we're in, it's heaven, okay? So we've got to live from a different place, which often means we need to come up higher in our life to access resources from heaven to release them on earth. But that sounds very ethereal (laughs) and not practical. And then there's not a whole lot of people that break that down, but it is really important. And when you start getting it, it changes everything. Okay, so in order to start becoming more familiar with your citizenship (laughs) and where you're from, you've got to have intimacy with God. Intimacy is everything. Intimacy has often been described as into me see, but it is a depth of connection, right? And from this connection flows trust, flows dependency, flows faith, right? But you have to be willing to surrender your way into that, okay? So there is a private place reserved for the lovers of God where they sit near him and receive the revelation secrets of his promises. Those are the ones he tells his secrets to, right? Wisdom is too high for a fool, right? If we're not going to pursue God, why would God reveal his secrets with us? Doesn't make sense, right? But he does (laughs) reveal secrets to us. And that happens the closer we get to him. There's no limit to what God can reveal to you. So intimacy is really about intentionality and vulnerability. So there's no formula to this per se, but there's got to be this intention to get to know God. That actually becomes a priority in your life. It's no longer I'm going to be God in my life, but I am going to humble myself and I'm going to surrender my way, my will, my plans to God, right? I'm going to lay down my life so that I can live, okay, and and carry my cross, all right? So you've got to get to know God. That's got to be a priority to you. And then you start getting honest and start unveiling yourself to God. Because what happens is we live in a world where there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of trauma. And because of that, we start wearing it. So we live with anger and bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and envy and all sorts of things. Like that's normal. None of that is normal. And that's actually destructive. It breaks you down. 
okay, from the inside out. And it just creates patterns of pain and dysfunction all around you. That is not healthy. That is not normal. But we live like that. We also live like we've got to pretend that we need to be chameleons, that we need to be inauthentic, that we need to fake it until we make it, that we've got to be strong, that we've got to like just pretend in so many ways to be these things that we know we're not, right? For Even in the simplest example, we're trained to do things. Like somebody will ask you, hey, how are you doing? You're like, I'm good. Really? <laughs> right? Like but you, you train yourself to say that you're good and lie to yourself, right? But when you're even lying to other people, you're really lying to yourself, right? But we, we've learned how to wear masks. We've learned how to pretend things are okay and avoid having responsibility to face them and become accountable for the things that we can change and start healing and evolving, right? We've really gotten ourselves in a funky place, but intimacy, right? Where you start unveiling yourself before God, you get vulnerable, you get honest, and you start sharing all of you with God because God already knows, but you tell God what's on your heart. You tell God what's frustrating you. You cry before God. You allow God into your heart so he can basically do a heart transplant, right? It says in Ezekiel that he literally puts a new heart in us. Okay, but if you're not willing to lay down your mass, if you're not willing to lay down your control, if you're not willing to surrender and just get honest about where you are and what's happening, right? You can't have intimacy, not with yourself, not with other people and not even with God. Okay, so get honest, get to know him, get vulnerable before God and start practicing active awareness and presence, right? Start becoming aware of God's presence in your life. So just like if you were practicing becoming more self-aware in general, you might try to pay attention to even the mundane things when you're driving. Like when you're driving, like feel your hands on the steering wheel, breathe. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you t- what are you touching, right? Like you start becoming aware that you're in this moment and these are all the things that you're aware of. Well, just like you can be aware of what is happening around you. You can be aware of what's happening in you. And then you can also be aware of spiritual things and of God and how he moves and when you feel his presence and what that's like for you, right? There's a whole bunch of spiritual intel that is happening all the time that we're not aware of. So I like to say that the spiritual supernatural is more real than the natural. Everything is flowing from spiritual, right? So it would behoove us, (laughs) to start paying attention to what's happening spiritually or start getting in tune, getting in tune. Like we're so out of touch with our spirit that we never get there. So I've shared about this in the God's Vibes Mastermind, and this is really, really powerful. But we have this body, right? This this nice body that we get to walk around and experience the world in, right? Then we have a soul, which is like our innards, our inside, right? Like our ability to think, our feelings, our emotions, our heart, like everything that's happening inside of us, that's invisible, but very much real, right? Then we have our spirit, okay? And this is very much how we connect with God, right? And it's the most real part of us. So our spirit is designed to inform our soul, Okay, which then our soul is telling our body what to do. Like your body will do what the mind tells it to, right? But here's what normally happens. We are so full of the flesh and we're so involved in our bodies, right? Just these like physical 
urges and desires and instant gratification and pleasure and all of that, right? Like we're very much pleasure seekers. We're very selfish and self-centered. We're all caught up in body. Then if we experience enough pain or something like totally shifts in front of us that we're not expecting, something doesn't go the way we planned, we deal with grief or loss of some kind, then we got enough pain to start looking on the inside. Okay? Then we start looking in there and we're like, right? (laughs) This is where mental health, emotional health, all that's coming from, right? But then (laughs) you might, if you do enough of that work, understand that like this is all real dark without God. I like to say, never look at your past, never look at your story without God in it. Like don't look at it from a perspective other than God's because that doesn't help you. But when you get to God, then that changes what you think. It changes what you feel. It changes your heart. It changes your entire operating system. And then you guide your body into so many different things. You're not moved just by instant gratification anymore. You're not just moved by comparison and what you see other people doing. You're not as easily moved. Okay, so your spirit is, you're renewing your mind. Your spirit is being transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? And then you are starting to get activated into the nature of God because the Holy Spirit alive and well on the inside of you is helping you produce the fruit of the spirit. There's so many gifts that you gift from the spirit, one of them being wisdom, right? And you start living a completely different life. Like it's, you're not, you might look the same, quote unquote, on the outside, although I'd argue that you don't. Like there's actually light in your eyes. You are lighter. You're more joyful. You're more free. There's a glow about you. Like you're different when you spend time with God <laughs> and people notice, right? You you are different. You even look younger, right? It's wild. But your spirit is meant to inform your soul, which then informs your body. But usually our body is being inundated by all the things happening in the world, which is really messing up our soul, and then we never get to our spirit, and we're spiritually bankrupt, okay? So that is not fun, but intimacy then is recognizing how bankrupt you are and your actual need for God and humbling yourself and surrendering to that and getting to know God, right? Buy a Bible, start reading it, start somewhere, get consistent at devoting yourself to getting to know God in every way you can, right? Then start getting honest with God. Like one of the ways that I get really honest with God is I will sit with God and I will talk to God. Just like I would sit and talk to a counselor, I do this with God. (laughs) And I let him guide me in his word and develop me and show me my heart and what's going on. And then I start becoming aware of When I've prayed, when God is answering prayers, when I feel him, when I don't feel him, when I feel close to him, when I don't, like I'm starting to become really, really aware of that to develop relationship. How does God communicate with me? Right? How do I sense God? How do I know God? How do I perceive God? How do I hear God? How do I lean into his will and his way? This is a process, right? But when you make it your aim to get close to God, that's the result you get. You get close to God and you get better and better and better at discerning him and moving in his will and in his way. Okay? So that we talked a lot about during this challenge. We talked all about intimacy and how you can cultivate it and how you can upgrade your intimacy, okay? Then we also talked about the path to success in the kingdom of God and how this is not the same at all (laughs) Um, as the path of success that is modeled and exalted in the world. Not the same. 
not the same, okay? So a simple formula is radical faith plus radical obedience is what equals success. Keyword radical, okay? And this is something that we walk out a day at a time, a step at a time, and a moment at a time. Because faith walking ain't for wimps. This is the most courageous thing that you will ever do. It will challenge all of you and it will require all of you. Okay? And obedience is better than sacrifice. So we're not trying to do all sorts of extra efforting and hustling that really just gets us out of grace. But we're here just to obey and develop really this instant obedience that also becomes radical obedience because the things that we obey God to do when he reveals them to us seem crazy and illogical and a lot of people aren't going to get it unless they too are faith walking okay radical faith is not truly faith unless it has corresponding action connected to it it just ain't you can say you got faith all day let that be tested (laughs) right and is what you're saying matching what you're doing Right? Like you could say you have this great faith when you're sitting and getting encouraged. And then when you're out in the world challenged, like, are you still going to move in the direction of what God said? Really, really think about that. It's Holy Spirit led and empowered actions that make your faith a reality. Truly. Truly. And you've got to be willing to move according to the Spirit of God. Not what you see, not what you hear, not what they say, not what you feel. You've got to be willing to depend on God. Okay, and this Holy Spirit led and empowered action. And there are times when you will experience a true test of your faith. And it's in these tests that radical faith increases and you can persevere with joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy isn't cute. (laughs) It is a battle strategy. Okay, and warriors know the power of joy. So radical obedience is a lifestyle of yes. That's one way to look at it. It's a yes, even when the instructions do not make sense to you or when they stretch you far outside of your comfort zone, right? You're going to feel like, really? You want me to do that? That doesn't feel right. That do- Right? You're going to have to stretch outside your comfort zone. But when you do this, when you apply radical faith, and mix it with radical obedience, not only do you get success, but this is what God's best looks like. Extravagant and lavish fulfillment. You have such a full life and you are radically fulfilled in it. There's nothing like it, okay? There's a beautiful scripture. It says in Deuteronomy 28:12, the Lord will open to you his good treasury, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. So, something that we really talked about which I feel incensed was what folks needed to hear that listen to God's vibes is that heaven's economy, right, where we're from is unlimited supply. Okay? Heaven is unlimited. It is not the economy of the world. It has unlimited supply. So that being said, another way, you have access to the unlimited supply of heaven to provide everything that you need to do what God has called you to do. But you, my friend, need to get that in your spirit because that doesn't feel like it when your circumstances don't say that. That doesn't feel like it when you're looking at bank accounts sometimes. That doesn't feel like it when you're facing different tests and trials of many kinds, okay? Especially, usually for most people, this is provision, finance, money. This is where a lot of people 
get tested on this unlimited supply reality and also in relationships, right? Those are two areas that we really get tested and tried with our safety and with our security. Too often, we fall into the trap of self-sufficiency. And we just think that we can do life without God due to our God-given ability to thoroughly and independently research and figure things out, right? All of that self-made. No, 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 no. Like, who made you? (laughs) Should we acknowledge that? Like, you didn't make you, right? Who gave you your talent, your ability, your tenacity, your brain? Who provided those resources that you, so you could have that access, right? We could go on, but God-given ability, we, we take that on like we gave that to ourselves, And we also allow our own or others' experiences and circumstances to shape our understanding or belief in what is possible and miss out on God's best, okay? So we can get in our own way by self-sufficiency and also by comparing ourselves to what other people think is possible and we accept that as what's possible or really not possible for ourselves. But it says in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. So the sufficiency in all things and abundance for every good work is not obtained in your own strength, in your own effort, in your own hustle, in your own 10xing. That ain't it. That mindset limits you to the world's economic system and the world's blueprints. And God will let you do that if that's the path that you choose, right? But you're forsaking his best and you probably are also forsaking fulfillment. So you can work your way into just stress and burnout all you want, but you're not going to be happy and then you're not going to be able to sustain that because the work that you took to get there is still going to be the work that's required to sustain that because you didn't build with God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as a spirit-driven entrepreneur, you only want to be self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You want to be God-sufficient, okay? Heavenly assets, when stewarded well, will unlock tremendous levels of growth and increase in your kingdom impact and ways beyond your imagination. They just will. I joke in the God's Vibes Mastermind with all of these beautiful, beautiful people that we've gotten close together through this season, right? I joke with them that I'm not this good. Like some of the goodness that happens in there, like I'm so quick to give God all the credit and all the glory. I'm like, I can be obedient, but I can't come up with all this goodness. Like this is God, (laughs) right? So the things that are happening, I'm like, listen, like I celebrate it too, because God is awesome. A heavenly asset represents an internal value that can be converted into a manifestation of blessing for the benefit of you as an entrepreneur, but also those within your sphere of influence. And God is the source of unlimited supply. So he created all things and he sustains all things. One of my favorite scriptures is that God literally holds and maintains your lot. He's got it all in the palm of his hand. So whenever you're faced with, you know, insufficiency of some kind, fear, insecurity. Think about that. God is holding you in your entire life in his hand. So resources, though, are nothing without God, right? Like if you have these resources, but you have no clue how to steward them well, what's required to steward them well, that's not going to be something that's fun for you. 
So not only is heaven full of this unlimited supply, it's helpful to know what some of these examples of unlimited supply are, okay? So number one, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Huge as an entrepreneur. (laughs) And these might sound like they're all the same thing, but they're not. So knowledge is information and fact, and a lot of people are great at dishing this out. However, knowledge will not change your life, and knowledge is not power. Here's why. Understanding is the ability to give meaning to that knowledge. So you could get full, you could read all the books, but if you don't have an understanding of what you're reading, you won't apply it in your life. And that meant nothing then. And then wisdom is knowing what to do and how to properly apply knowledge. Okay, so I've got information and fact knowledge. Then I have an understanding or an ability to give meaning to that. And then I have wisdom to properly apply it in my life, okay? So that's why in Proverbs, all throughout Proverbs, it talks about get wisdom, get understanding, right? Literally build your life with these assets. It says in Proverbs 26, 7, for the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, That right there, strategy, keys. It says in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. True, true. Just think about this. I know for me, living my whole life pretty much without knowing that I could have a relationship with God was destructive, very destructive. I suffered a lot because I didn't know better. Right? Think about your own story. That's likely true for you too. Proverbs 18.15, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Proverbs 16.22, understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. I want a wellspring. Proverbs 4.7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. (laughs) And in all you're getting, get understanding. Think about that. What are the things that you're actively pursuing? Are any of them wisdom? Just just think about that. (laughs) Proverbs 24, 3. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. All right? So what I do with something like this, look at it. Okay. We ask God for establishment. But what does this say? Understanding is how you establish, okay? So I want to pray then, not just to be established, but for understanding. See the difference? I want to pray for wisdom so that I can build well. I want to pray for understanding so that I can establish the things of God in my life, right? And I want knowledge so that I can fill my life with pleasant riches, right? So the Lord promises to give us wealth and add no sorrow to it. I'm here for that kind, right? So wisdom, understanding, and knowledge will work together to cause whatever business God has placed on your heart to thrive. God knows exactly how to make that possible. The wisdom of God is required to build it. Understanding provides the secure foundation for it. And knowledge is the critical seed to ensure that your business has what is needed to accomplish the goodness that the business was created for. Without all of this wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, we could get caught up in so many things and just burn energy 
We could put resources in the wrong place. We could squander them for that reason. We could have the wrong people um, involved in what we're building, which could destroy it, right? Little foxes spoil the vine. So it's really, really important to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And a spirit-driven entrepreneur never needs to chase money. Never. When you serve God faithfully, God will increase your business through the heavenly assets of godly knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. These are wealth strategies straight from heaven. (laughs) Right? You don't need to chase a guru. You don't need to do any sort of thing that you could think up. But if you just faithfully serve God and develop and cultivate intimacy with him, seek the kingdom first, he will add everything else unto you. Wealth strategies, heavenly blueprints, whatever those things are, the offers that your business is going to have to serve other people, different services that you are going to offer. God can give you what those are specifically. He can tell you the steps to take to reach the people that you are uniquely called to serve. Very, very important. Okay. Another key or heavenly asset is multiplication. So I call this kingdom math, which is really fun. But kingdom math, this is what that looks like. Five loaves of bread and two fish feed over 5,000 people. Makes no sense, right? And there are still leftovers. That's God. Multiplication. Matthew 14, 13. With kingdom math, you can take one jar of oil and have it to fill to the brim every empty vessel you can get your hands on. 2 Kings 4, 1. So what does this mean? God can and will multiply what little you have and produce something extraordinary when it's yielded to him and aligned with his purpose. When God breathes on what you are doing, you can expect to be astounded. Truly. But can you see? It takes faith (laughs) to work what's in your hand. It takes faith to move on what you think is not enough. And it takes radical obedience to do the weird and strange thing that God asks you to do with that stuff. Right? God's going to say, go here, do this. And you're like, what? That seems like such an outlandish instruction. Yes, but radical obedience obeys the radical instruction and gets the success that God has in mind. So kingdom multiplication is the multiplication of material things. It's the multiplication of talents and gifts. It could be supernatural productivity. You tried and tried and tried in your own strength, but then God touched it. Whoop, that changed the game, right? And multiplication really of any other spiritual or natural resource. All it takes is one touch from God. That's it. And too often we look poorly at a circumstance where we have inadequate resources to work with, but there are times like these, that we just need to rejoice because it's an opportunity for you and others to see the glory of God revealed through heaven's unlimited supply. But that is a faith move, okay? When you are facing a situation where it looks like you have inadequate resources, nah, I'm connected to heaven and we have unlimited resources. So I'm gonna praise God and rejoice in advance and thank him for how he turns us around right before my eyes. And we're gonna get a God testimony out of this whole thing. So I'm gonna enlist other prayer partners in agreement to this promise. And we're gonna prophesy this thing and speak all of God's will to bring this thing forth. Not going to let the enemy scare me with what it looks like. It says in Philippians 4.19, He will supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. Whose riches are you looking at? 
Number three, another heavenly asset are spiritual gifts. So Holy Spirit, so great, is living on the inside of you, (laughs) right? And that enables you to produce fruit, right? That you can't produce the fruit of the Spirit without Holy Spirit, okay? It's one of the ways that you know that you've been transformed is when you start producing fruit because you know you, pre-Holy Spirit, right? You're empowered by the Spirit to produce love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. Yes, you can actually suffer well. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And Holy Spirit also empowers you with specific spiritual gifts that will not only help you to be exponentially more effective at the work that you do in your business, but also serve as a way to advance the kingdom of God. Whole point, right? It ain't about you. It ain't about me. It's about him and his kingdom. So through your spiritual gifts, you can be a demonstrator of God's presence, power, and love to prospects, to customers, to clients, to employees, to vendors, or really anybody else that you encounter through the work that you do. So I always say that your business is your ministry and your ministry is your business right? Like how you live your life is your ministry. You want a platform, your life is your platform. It's speaking volumes every single day. You want some significance, use your voice. Walk your talk, be about it. Whatever you say you're about, be about it, right? That's your significance. (laughs) Live it. You are significant. Live it. Your life is a platform. Your social media Whatever your hands have access to, your life is speaking every day. You don't need permission for somebody to give you a microphone. No, 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 no. Gifts are distributed to members of the body of Christ as he wills. So these are God-given and they're given for the benefit of all. They're not for you to hoard or for you to start thinking more highly of yourself than you ought. And these gifts should be motivated by authentic love and a desire to see the glory of God revealed. All of the world is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. Hello, we are solutionaries. (laughs) We are answers to problems that are happening right now. And when we don't show up, the problems get bigger. So all gifts should be honored and one should not be exalted more than the others. So a couple of places where it talks about it, Romans 12, 6, gifts like prophecy, service, giving, teaching, exhortation, leadership, mercy, 1 Corinthians 12, 8, gifts of wisdom, words of knowledge, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, faith, helps, administration, apostle, prophet, teacher. Also, Ephesians 4, 11, the roles of the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher for the equipping of God's people for ministry or service. So, something that's fun Um, And there's so many examples of this. We talk a lot about this in the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification Program because it's really about how you build your business with God at the center, how you found it on not just biblical wisdom and values, right? But really how you build with God. So we, we talk about prayer. We talk about prophecy. We talk about how you partner with the Spirit in everything, um, and build that way. So some of these examples that I'm going to give you are are common. Like this is your new normal, okay? So take words of knowledge. A word of knowledge is information revealed to you by Holy Spirit that you otherwise wouldn't have known on your own. Like you just couldn't know that. It came from an inward revelation, a dream, a vision, or through the word of God or through another means, okay? You just know it and you're knower. 
So an example of this, digital marketing. A marketing agency owner often receives words of knowledge through dreams concerning a client's personal life or business of a client that she's providing guidance to. And her willingness to take the risks and share what she believes God has shown her has proven to be a blessing and confirmation for her clients that are struggling with a key decision that needs to be made or has already been made. So basically, this woman, when working with her clients, which in her business, she's a digital marketer, right? You wouldn't think that you're like, oh, God put this on my heart. And I really sense that this is happening in your life and that this is how to approach that situation. Or here's this encouragement, right? Like it is wild what can start happening when you are able to be a voice of encouragement and affirmation or confirmation for somebody that's been seeking an answer and is really making a difficult decision. They're like, wow, God sees me, right? You get to usher them into an encounter. Prophecy. Prophecy is a divinely inspired message revealing the will of God. And the act of prophesying is speaking the message under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, discerning what it is that the Lord wants to have shared at that time for a particular person or for a group of people. It can be you know, foretelling or predictive and can also be speaking forth God's word. And a prophetic word serves to strengthen, to encourage, to build up, to comfort. And it can also bring conviction to those who hear it, drawing them near to God. Okay, so an example of this, a prophetic advisor, coach, and strategist. A coach asks God to reveal his heart concerning every individual she works with, and Holy Spirit consistently delivers. When she speaks the word that God gives, her clients get unstuck, find healing, and are drawn closer to God. This is just how I coach. (laughs) And it's amazing, right? Like when you are able to pray during your coaching calls, when you're able to prophesy, when you get words of knowledge, game changer. This is not... Christian life coaching. This is not even just life coaching. This is different. This is spirit-driven success life coaching. (laughs) Okay, and then an evangelist. This is another example. So every believer is called to share the gospel, but there are also evangelists who are empowered by the Holy Spirit to passionately lead people beyond their natural sphere of influence to this saving knowledge of Christ. Okay, so an example of this, and this is a timely seasonal example, A holiday lighting design company owner has led a number of people he encounters to the Lord through putting up holiday lights. Come on. He also teaches, trains, and encourages other believers on personal evangelism and how to share the gospel effectively with the people around them as God orchestrates the opportunity to do so. So fun, right? So I have, in my career journey, I have worked in many different spaces. So I've worked... In corporate, I've worked in nonprofit, I've worked in network marketing, I've worked as an entrepreneur, I've done consulting, I've done so many different things, right? So I've worked covert and overt (laughs) when it comes to faith, right? So there's been times where I'm definitely doing something as unto the Lord and being excellent and I'm glorifying God, but I'm not even talking about God. But it's the kindness, it's the patience, it's the self-control, it's the wisdom that is giving people encounters with God all the time. And they might not have any idea necessarily in those moments that that's happening, but they are being changed. But you have to be willing to be humble and to be a servant and to be a vessel, right? And that's a really hard thing to do. You can't do it, actually, when you make it about you. So another... um, important thing to acknowledge here, right? So yes, you've got these assets like knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, multiplication, spiritual gifts. Amazing. Game changers right there. 
But you also need to know how to operate from heaven's economy, right? Because you could have all of that, but if you don't know how to operate from heaven, how in the heck can you be effective? You really can't. So some things that you can do, number one, from the jump, ask, ask. (laughs) We have not because we ask not, right? It says in Matthew 7, 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. It says in John 16, 24, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be, may be made full. It says in James 1, 3, or James 1, 5 actually, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. <laughs> who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. And also, James 4.23, you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So we get in trouble when we make it about us. It's not about us. Asking according to the will of God not your will, will access the heavenly assets of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And if you lack wisdom, right, anytime, anywhere, on any matter, business or otherwise, ask God and he will reveal his wisdom by his spirit and through his word. So this is why it's important to be in the word. Like I'm a person like I will not tell you that you have to follow a Bible plan or that intimacy happens in this one way, that's not going to be it. There is so much, so many ways that you can access God and get close to God. I would encourage you to embrace the fullness of that. Now, when reading the word, to me, I don't care actually how much you know. I think it's more important how much you live. So my encouragement with reading the word would be to not necessarily do what you think you should or have to do, but go for quality, go for a genuine encounter with God, go for understanding that word so you can store it up in your heart and actually embrace it and live it in your life. So go for quality, not quantity. And when your heart is right towards the word like that, your hunger will increase and you'll just want to get into the word in as many ways as you can. Okay. So Holy Spirit might lead you to a specific scripture, may answer Your heart may make your path clear. He might remove blocks or just lead you to a specific resource or individual who will provide you with knowledge or an individual who will provide you with understanding and wisdom. Okay, so the key here is to have a willing mind and heart to receive his wisdom and fully commit to submitting to that wisdom that you receive and endure patiently and faithfully as you await God's answers. All right. Also, give generously. That makes sense. It says in Proverbs eleven twenty four, there is one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right but leads to poverty. Hmm. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. So in heaven's economy, when you sow sparingly, you also reap sparingly, and when you sow bountifully, you also reap bountifully. And you sow and reap according to its kind. So if you sow kindness, you reap kindness. If you sow money, you reap money. If you sow generosity, you reap generosity. Okay. If you sow encouragement, you reap encouragement. With me? 
When you humbly recognize God is the one who enables you to create wealth and you rightfully recognize your role as the steward of the wealth that God owns, it's easy to honor him with your finances and embrace intentional and radical generosity. So God is the source. I wrote about this in my first book, God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority. There's an entire chapter on it. Stop the search and seek the source. We are reading in Luke right now as well uh, before Christmas because there's 24 chapters. And one, I believe it was December 16th, actually, it talks about how you can't serve two masters, right? We tend to go after money, but we're not serving God and doing that because we're really not trusting God. We're trying to go provide when it's when we're connected to God. He gives us wisdom and strategy and provides for our needs, right? God knows what you have need of, okay? So you don't need to outwork him. Does that make sense? So really just go to him and ask for help, ask for wisdom and watch what he reveals, okay? So as a spirit-driven entrepreneur, you have to hold your material possessions loosely, personal, business, whatever, all that included. And know when you sow a seed, you will reap a harvest and every seed produces a harvest of its own kind. That's from Galatians 6, 7 and Genesis 1, 11. So all that you have, you are not the owner. You are the steward or manager of what belongs to God. Beautiful, right? So I like to think, you know, maybe if you've gone to a place or stayed somewhere, you might have heard leave it better than you found it. I think about that even with people, like always leave them better than you found them. Okay. Whatever God calls for from you, you should be obedient to release that thing. And that's hard when you are white knuckling and gripping money and hoarding resources and things, right? When you're holding it, you block the flow. That's really what happens. It's like, all right, you can hold that. I mean, I had more for you over here, but if you want to hang on to that, you're not going to access the abundance that's available for you. So think of yourself and your business as a distribution center in the kingdom of God. I personally think that's so fun. It is beyond the realm of possibilities that one has the ability to outgive God. Even if I give the whole of my worth to him, he will find a way to give back to me more than I can give. Charles Spurgeon. So good. So as a spirit-driven entrepreneur, you are a channel of resources to flow through. So give and give generously. Give and give generously. Align. This is a huge thing that we talk about here on the God's Vibes podcast and just this mantra, right? God's vibes matter. So many people are focused on so many things that in the grand scheme don't matter. So many people want to connect with God, but they won't turn down the noise and actually do what's required to connect with God, (laughs) right? It's really, really important. And we in this time need to be able to find God in everything. We need to be able to just track with him in all that we're doing. So that's God's vibes matter. It's getting you to focus on God and find God in everything. What does God think about this? What does God's word say about this? What is God's character? What is his nature? What is on God's heart right now? How is he moving? What's God's heart for this person? How can I encourage this person? So, so important. But so many people are not living like that, right? So align, align. Isaiah 55, 8 says... For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. 
So this is where I always say, come up higher, come up higher. The worldly way of saying this, the same problem or the same thinking that created the problem is not the same thinking that's going to bring forth the solution. You've got to come up higher. Heaven had a solution before there was ever a problem. And God delights in sharing his secrets with you, (laughs) right? But we've got to come up higher to access them. So align means to be in or come into precise adjustment or correct relative position. Staying in agreement with God. Aligning your thoughts with God's thoughts, your words with God's words, and your action with God's ways is key to accessing any heavenly asset. Key. There's so many things that we have access to that we're not getting out of the way to access. This is also making it very clear. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So when you think about just what you're watching, what you're listening to, what you're meditating on, what you're focusing on every day, does it align with that? Take your thoughts through the filter. Does it pass? Is it true? Do your thoughts reflect God's thoughts? Well, if they don't, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Are you going to let your thoughts bully you? Are you going to agree with lies and partner with lies and build what lies build, which is nothing? Or are you going to renew your mind? Are you going to ask for help? Are you going to adjust? You have a choice. Sometimes you'll know the answer by getting into the word of God, getting into the scriptures and allowing Holy Spirit to illuminate the word in your heart. And other times, Holy Spirit will bring the word to you. You might even turn on the radio and it's just reading your mail. You just hear a word highlighted to you. You see a billboard when you're driving. Somebody says an encouraging word to you that was just a reinforcement of what you were unpacking with God. Really, really powerful. God knows how to orchestrate things perfectly for you to pay attention. Renewing your mind is not a one-time event, is the point, okay? It is a continuous process and a progressive journey. We never arrive, so you might as well learn how to enjoy your life. Keep your heart with diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Proverbs 4, 23. And your heart here means your soul, your mind, and your thinking. So you need to guard and preserve your mind and thinking because it will determine your actions. That makes sense. And the more you align your thoughts, the more frequently your words and actions will also be in alignment. But I like to do this sort of reverse engineer style, right? I know that all the issues of life flow out of your heart, okay? That's where they all flow from. So I'm like, why don't I start there? (laughs) right? Like my mind is probably just full of whatever's going on in my heart. So why don't I just go to my heart first? Like what is happening in my heart? Is it heavy? Is it fearful? Is it insecure about anything? Let me go there and then really see what's up. Another key to operating in heaven's economy, praise, praise. Psalm 10 or Psalm 103, 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Keep that in remembrance. Keep that on your mind. Psalm 63, 3. Because of your steadfast love, it is better than life. My lips will praise you. Psalm 156. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So what's important with praise is, Even if you don't feel like it, that's the best time to do it, first of all. But God is always good. 
And when things are going great or when circumstances are frustrating, God is still good. He doesn't change. God's worthiness is enough reason to praise him. Yet, the praise you release from the very breath that God gave you, think about that, will also help you access promises in the unseen realm and bring them into manifestation. And when you focus your mind on God's amazing goodness and release that praise to him, it takes your focus off of self, off of circumstance, and beholds him, the source, and things become clear. Okay, it's like the fog lifts, the clouds part, all right? Praise God now for the manifestation of the vision he has given you for your business. There's a song I love. It's by Ada Ihi. So good. It's called Congratulations. I will just play this song all of the time (laughs) and have a praise party before things happen. And I'm just praising God for them in advance. Understand that the work has already been finished and every resource you need has already been accounted for, human, financial, or otherwise. By praising your eternal and limitless God now, you are activating faith and supernaturally releasing your destiny. Here for it. I would rather do that than activate murmuring and complaining and march around the wall again. Not into that. And lastly, to operate in heaven's economy, embrace unity. John 17, 22 says, I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may know we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be in complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you've loved me. What this means is it takes the whole body working together to fulfill the promises of God. We need the creativity, the shared resources, the accountability, the strengthening, and the pure Holy Spirit outpouring that is found when kingdom people come together on one accord with a shared purpose. And often it's the collective wisdom, understanding, and knowledge from multiple people that leads you to solutions for your kingdom business, right? There's only so much you can access on your own, but you could get around. This is why working with a coach, this is why following through on what God tells you to invest in, whether it's a program, a skill, whatever it is, more education, Following through on that and not thinking about all the reasons why you can't do it, but just that radical obedience, it's because God knows what's in there and what you'll access when you get in there, okay? So he knows exactly how to get you in alignment with the skills, the strategies, the people, the resources that you need, but you have to be willing to go through the doors, even if it requires an investment of you, because it likely will. It likely will. You've got to sow where you want to go. There is favor and resources of all kinds locked up in other people that God desires to connect you with and to really help you see his purposes fulfilled in your business. And you will be a divine connection for others and God has divine connections specifically for you. And these people are multipliers and accelerate your growth often exponentially. And when you embrace these connections, what would have taken five, 10 years for you you can achieve in significantly less time because you're aligned with people who are strategically placed in your life and vice versa. So divine connections are often mentors, coaches, advisors, investors, connectors, partners, supportive friends, peers, or complete strangers. It's the best. So that's why I say that it's not a luxury to have a therapist or it's not a luxury to have a mentor or a coach, like these things are necessities. These things are what help you thrive in life, okay? So how do you recognize a divine connection? I think I could do a whole episode on this, right? 
But here are a few things. One, the connection will up-level your purpose or assignment. So they take your thinking about your vision to a new level and they add more life to it. It's kind of like the Mary and Elizabeth where the baby leaps, right, in her belly. It's like that. What that person offers will not be something that distracts or detracts from your vision. It will actually resonate deeply in your spirit. A divine connection encourages you, motivates you, and simply will not allow you to quit. These people are genuinely excited about what God is doing in your life and business. Their hearts are connected to yours. These people give from their heart and are willing to help even when there's no immediate payback for them. And why might they do that? Well, it's not because they have an ulterior motive. It's because they are kingdom-minded and they are responsive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. So they are radically obeying. (laughs) And they are sowing into the kingdom and will reap from the kingdom. They trust God. And also, whenever you're with a divine connection, you sense the presence of God in the midst of your gatherings. So your conversations are divinely inspired, they're anointed, and they're not always about business, but can just be about life. So I know with divine connections in my life, we'll get together and four hours will go by and you just thought it was like 30 minutes. And you're like, what is life? What just happened, right? There are some people whose mere presence can activate or ignite you. You're more creative, inspired, or more on fire for the kingdom. And you'll become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, right? He'll guide you and help you recognize how he's orchestrating mutually beneficial connection points. And he'll help you then be prepared to give yourself and be equally prepared to receive. It's so, so beautiful when you find these people, okay? Stewardship is utilizing and managing all the resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creations. Fancy word but super powerful. And it's important to steward well what you've been given. And in order to operate effectively in heaven's economy, stewarding the unseen is more important than stewarding what is in our hand. Get it? It's the things that you're doing in private. It's your seek that nobody claps for, that nobody celebrates, that nobody sees. That is the game changer. Heaven's unlimited supply is available to a spirit-driven entrepreneur who is completely yielded to God, working in his rest and grace instead of grinding in their own strength because they're devoted instead to his purposes. So some questions for you just to think about right now. How are you stewarding the promises of God in your business, in your life, right, that you haven't seen with your eyes yet? How are you stewarding the promises of God? It is a faith walk after all. How are you stewarding a vision of something in your business or even in your life at this point that you have very little details on and inadequate finances for? Like, will you build it even when you don't think you have finances for it? Will you invest even when you don't know what the return's going to be? How are you stewarding your time to do the uncomfortable things God has instructed you to do that don't make any sense based on what you see? This is kind of like actually how you start moving into faith in the first place. How are you stewarding the measure of faith that you do have? And what does stewardship of the unseen look like for you? Not for other people. What does it look like for you? Like get your eyes off of their business and focus on yours. If you're not focusing on stewarding things you can't see, how will you get to the point where you can see them? Right? I think even an example in my own life, I was thinking about, wow, like I don't really know God. Yikes. Well, what am I willing to do to know him? 
right? Like, okay, are you going to let that be something that continues to be a problem for you? Or are you going to do something about it? We have the choice. So if you have a big vision for your business and you take your role in the kingdom seriously, it will not be done by might or by power, but by the spirit of God. You've got to know God. The reality of what you do not see is greater than the reality of what we see. Increase your capacity for more of heaven in the work that you do to reveal God's glory on earth. The closer you get to God, the closer you can help other people get to him. How about that for inspiration? Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. This is just something that as you're building is so, so important to do so that you don't make it about you when you hit your level of comfort, whatever that happens to be, because there is no comfort in the kingdom. (laughs) There's just not. You're not. You're going to feel like you're centered yet floating all the time, right? So the other piece that I want to leave you with today is that you have permission to dream with God. So if you're not in a place of being in the marketplace yet, or if you're in a place and you just feel unfulfilled, or maybe like you've taken the reins and God's not involved in what you're doing anymore, you have permission to dream with God. And this might sound counterintuitive to focusing on hearing God's voice, following the leading of the Holy Spirit, and being radically faithful and obedient. However, when you have a heart that is yielded to God, a willingness to hear and respond to the Holy Spirit, and a lifestyle of communing with God, your pliability in his hands aligns your desires with his desires, which means you can trust them. God is actively present and ready to work with you on the things that he's planned for you and placed on your heart for your business. His spirit will continue to guide you, provide divine inspiration and strategy, course correct you, and so much more. But you will enjoy the freedom of imagining, thinking, creating, experimenting, implementing, and expressing what God has placed inside of you. So this is radically different, right? When we are building on our own, we're just constantly stressed. We're always thinking about the bottom line, the dollar, all the things, right? And we get off of serving others, we get off of um, involving God, it can get really, really messy quickly. But God wants to do business with you and he wants to release the kingdom in you and then through you and the work that you do. It says in 2 Peter 1, 3, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. So what you can do when you dream with God, have a practice of getting away with him and dream on a frequent basis. I'm talking daily, weekly, something like that. Sit quietly in his presence and dream about the needs and desires you have for your business to serve others well and reveal God's glory in the marketplace. Very, very different than just being about you. Dream about the team needed to support the vision he's given you. Dream about the ways you can have a greater impact in the local community. Dream about the kingdom collaborations and services you can offer to bring greater values to your customers. And as you dream, Holy Spirit reveals and aligns your thoughts with God's plans, right? Commit your plans that you're dreaming about to God and he'll establish your steps. It says in John 15, 8, I pray that you are giving God a return on his investment in you. I pray that you are giving God a return on his investment in you, that you are yielding much fruit with your time, natural gifts, spiritual gifts, 
and finances and bringing the kingdom of God with you wherever you are. Spirit-driven entrepreneurship is bringing God with you wherever you are. It's being a kingdom ambassador. (laughs) It's being a multiplier of the resources of heaven. It's being an example of what's possible with God. And it changes everything. But it will always operate counter to the world's way, the secular way. It will always operate counter to that. So you have to be okay with that and embrace it. And you have to truly let God lead. This isn't something you can fake. You can't let him lead one day and then forget about him the next day. Or like let him lead until you feel confident in what you're doing and forget about him and then come crying when something doesn't go the way you want it to. That's very unstable and that's not the journey at all. And again, it's not about you. It's what God can do in, through, and around you, right? I, I was sharing with, during coaching, here's the thing. God doesn't need you. God doesn't need you. Like, this is not like you have this really unhealthy codependent relationship with a boss, for example, where they're just needing you to do all these things that don't make sense in a timeline that's like ridiculous. That's not it. God doesn't need you. God loves you. And he actually invites you in partnership with him to advance his kingdom. And he's got so many great plans that you can walk out together. Different. So all of this performance is not of God. Okay, you don't perform your way into obedience. You obey your way. You trust. God loves me. God wants to partner with me. If that is true, how do I show up now? Very, very different way of showing up. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. I know this is a lot and this was only a little bit. (laughs) This is only a little bit of what went down in there. And when we have these different masterclasses and challenges, we actually do a lot of coaching. Sometimes we'll hang. I think on this one, we, we hung out for an extra hour and a half. So beautiful, just overflowing with gratitude of everyone who's there, who invests their time, who invests in themselves, who invests in the relationship with God and the good plans that he has for them. The fruit of that is amazing. It's just so richly rewarding. And to be in the company of people that delight in that, amazing. It's like nothing else. So a couple things. One, if you want the full training, it is inside Courage Co. It's the Courage Co. Masterclass Training Bundle or the Holiday Bundle. It is at a special, silly, ridiculously low price for you right now <laughs> for the holidays. So you can just grab every single, not just this one, but every single masterclass and challenge that we've done. You can go grab that over at Courage Co. There's also a link in the bio if that's easier, or I'm sorry, in the show notes if that's easier for you. And then a couple of other things We have another holiday sale going on. The God's Vibes Mastermind is 30% off. This is a game changer, for real, for real. This is Inner Life Boot Camp, Holy Spirit Boot Camp. This is making sure that your insides are, are right before you go out and try to do exploits because there's no amount of work that you can do to outwork a heart that's sick or a mind that's not renewed, or a spirit that's broken. You can't outwork that. Man, will you try, but you can't outwork that. And there's, we prevent our success and our flourishing because we're not willing to slow down and do this inner work. But in the grand scheme, the breakthroughs and testimonies that happen, really when you're willing to slow down, you accelerate. It doesn't make sense because God operates outside of time. But just think about it this way. If you devote a year of your life to your insides, 
what you can do on the outside is crazy. It's like undoing 20 years of being stuck in one year. Might that be worth it to you? (laughs) Right? Like it's having guidance and support and weekly coaching and so so much value. You get the Courage Go Masterclass bundle. You get two bonus courses. You get the God's You get the God's Vibes Matter devotional. You get the 52-card declaration deck. You get 35-plus journal prompts. You get visions and meditations. There's so much goodness in there. And it's 30% off. So that's kind of a no-brainer. And then the other thing is is the Spirit Driven Success Life Coach Certification. So this is the last week that you can apply for that. If you haven't listened to an information session, you can do that. I believe we have one more this Thursday if you want to participate on that live and get all of your questions answered and apply and all the things. You can join us Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. That'll be the last information session that we do. And then we're shutting down the applications, all right? And you have to apply in order to be considered for enrollment. Okay, so much goodness. I hope this blessed you. If it did, will you show some love on this podcast? Will you rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review about how this podcast is blessing you? Some of you share so many beautiful notes with me personally, whether that's through an email or through a message on social media. But if you actually rate it five stars and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, this not only just helps the podcast get into more hearts and more homes, but it's another way that we can see that you're here and it just means the world. So if you could take a minute and go do that, you can Google the God's Vibes podcast. Apple will come up and you can actually rate it five stars. If you're on the app, you can just scroll, find the show, scroll, and you can leave a review and rate it five stars. All right, everybody, I hope this blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. 
I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.